At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Alrighty then, thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports. <clears throat> Voice all gravelly. Uh, actually, on my cell phone right now, as my computer is on the streets, trying to fix it. I hate to do my whole show on the on a phone here, but uh, gotta do what you gotta do, man. Pandemic, polemic, schlemic. Uh, we're here for you on Sports Byline USA to talk sports. We just keep on rolling. I'm at my house. Dominic's in the studio, you're wherever, and uh, I'd like you to be a part of the show. If you do want to talk some sports, that's the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. That's what gets you in, that's what gets you heard. Girl, also uh, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network, and uh, quite, um, what can I say, proud that's the word. I feel a lot of pride in being on the American Forces Radio Network. I think that uh, what you do uh, in our uh, military is nothing short of amazing, and uh, we really appreciate everything that our troops do. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard. Uh, what else do we got? We got Delta Force. We got Space Force. You would, would, would. Let's let's talk about sports with everybody at 1-800-878-PLAY. We also have the TuneIn radio app, the IHI radio app, the Stitcher uh, app. No Twitch right now. We will talk about a Twitch TV show a little bit later, Artificial. We'll also be joined by our buddy Mo Mandel again. His small-town throwdown is going to be on Discovery tonight. Ricky Vellante joins me about a half hour. He's the CEO of the Pacific Coast League. Got a couple of actors from The Vast of Night, which is coming out on Amazon in a couple of days. Sierra McCormick and Jake Horowitz. Got lots of shoe, really big shoe. Plus, Tittle Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook. You can go there. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. And on your TV set, CRN Digital Plus 2, the Cable Radio Network Channel 2. On your cable provider, uh, we are there uh, as well. 
So it's great to have you with us. It's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorrance Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Back with you now on the old Skype machine, and uh, it's figured out, or as we say, it's plum figured out. That's how we talk in America. <laughs> yeah. Um, by the way, Ricky Vellante, the CEO, I got a uh, email saying that he's the CEO of the PCL. I'm like, cool, we'll talk a little AAA. Uh, it's actually the P- Professional Collegiate League, and 
in in uh, their defense, people who send me these emails, that was explained in subsequent emails. But I see the CEO of the PCL, and what else am I going to think? Uh, but isn't that an oxymoron, <laughs> professional collegiate? It's a basketball league that's going to start up in eight cities in 2021. That's next year to you and me. So we'll see, which is what the hell that's all about, huh? College players need to get theirs, need to get paid, y'all. So we'll talk to him. Uh, but otherwise, there's open lines uh, throughout. <clears throat> 1-800-878-PLAYER. As a friend told me, you sure do talk about that Jordan thing a lot. Uh, yeah, I do. I don't think I'm the only one. I don't know if that's a defense or not, but it's quite revealing and quite fascinating. And after an entertaining <clears throat> 10 episodes over five Sunday nights, and by the way, ESPN has the Lance Armstrong one queued up. That's also for Sunday nights. And then they're going to have a um, Bruce Lee. I almost said Jackie Chan. A Bruce Lee one. Not Brad Pitt beating him up in a Tarantino movie, but the real Bruce Lee. <clears throat> uh, and then after that, they're going to have one on the Sosa McGuire home run chase. I don't know if I'm going to be as titillated about that one. I felt like it was yesterday, but that's okay. It was in the 90s, so I guess that's a while ago now. But uh, more fallout from The Last Dance, and that is an incident – um, between Michael Jordan and Horace Grant. And this is a revival of a decades-long beef because Horace Grant was a teammate of Michael Jordan's for many years, and they won three titles together in that first three-peat. But their relationship started to sour before Jordan left to go play baseball. And Horace Grant stayed on the team. But in 1992, Sam Smith, you say, but I don't think you do anymore, something like that. Sam Smith wrote, I always hate it when they say a seminal baseball book because that does mean semen, which is gross. But he wrote a book called The Jordan Rules, and many people have read that book over the years. <clears throat> and it was a book of great controversy, and it pulled back the curtain on the first year of them winning a championship. And it revealed a much different side to Michael Jordan than I want to be like Mike. I want to, want to, want to be like Mike. Ooh, he turned from beloved icon to villain. Well, I don't know, to some. Am I right? Yeah. And Jordan wasn't happy about it. And during the last dance, he wondered how Sam Smith got all this information. And he openly blamed Horace Grant. Jordan said, I didn't contribute to that. That was Horace. He was telling everything that was happening within the group, end quote. Now, Horace Grant has denied that he was the source, and he gave a very forceful rebuttal on ESPN Radio in Chicago yesterday. And um, this is what Grant said. Stick with me here. It's pretty powerful stuff. <clears throat> that is a downright, outright, completely lie, 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 lie. And as I stated, if MJ had a grudge with me, let's settle it like men. Let's talk about it. 
or we can settle it another way. Yet and still, he puts out this lie out that I was the source behind it. Sam and I have always been great friends. We're still great friends. But the sanctity of that locker room, I would never put anything personal out there. The mere fact that Sam Smith was an investigative reporter, that he had to have two sources, two, to write a book. Why would MJ just point me out? It's only a grudge, man. And I think he proved that during the so-called documentary. If you say something about him, he's going to cut you off. He's going to try to destroy your character. I mean, Charles Barkley, they've been friends for over 20, 30 years. And he said something about Michael's management with the Charlotte Bobcats or Charlotte Hornets. And they haven't spoken since then. My point is, he says, I was the snitch. But after 35 years, he brings up his rookie year going in to one of his teammates' rooms and seeing coke and weed and women. My point is, why didn't he bring that up? Why does he got – what does that got to do with anything? If you want to call somebody a snitch, that's a damn snitch right there, end quote. Now, a couple of things here. <laughs> Let's unpack it. Let's have TSA lay it all out. <clears throat> when he said Sam Smith, by the sort of rule of journalism, which isn't a rule, but some papers say, do you have two sources? He said, well, he had to have two. Why just point me out? Well, that makes it sound like, well, you're one of them. You know, like, why didn't he point at the other guy? Um, I like how he said his management with the Charlotte Bobcats or the Charlotte Hornets. I sometimes don't know what it is. If you ask me right now, what is the team right now? I'd say Bobcats. I think I'd be wrong because they went back to Hornets. That's how much the Charlotte team matters right now in the NBA, which is kind of sad. Um, so uh, Horace Grant then says we can talk about it or we can settle it another way. In other words, let's get out there and start doing a punch-up. But these are the sort of he-said-he-said situations that are extremely difficult because both guys are entrenched in their positions, which they've held for decades. Neither one's going to budge at this point. And obviously Jordan was not telling scandalous tales about himself, so we know it wasn't him. But we're never going to know the full truth about what was revealed to Smith unless he says it. And he basically would be burning his reputation and his fortune to the ground if he goes, mm, okay, it was actually Craig Hodges and B.J. Armstrong. No. Uh, did Grant share some stories? I mean, it seems likely, especially considering their friendship. And I got to say, that's that's really a throwback to have a writer be a really good friend with one of the players. But as I said, writers were much more powerful back then. When Lowell Cohn or Lynn Dickey, Glenn Dickey, not the Packers quarterback, Glenn Dickey in the Chronicle would write a column, ooh, it would resonate. Now you write a column in the Chronicle and people are like, who, what, when, what happened? Because, you know, it just doesn't carry the same weight because there are 9 million different news sources and newspapers are dead except for a few. So I think what's interesting about this interview with Grant is that he kind of flips everything around at the end and saying that Jordan was the snitch. And Jordan didn't name names, but he definitely gave away team secrets. 
He's like, my rookie year, we're on the road, and everybody's doing rails, as he said it. They're doing lines of coke. They got groupie chicks in there. They got uh, booze, boozing it up. And I'm thinking, is are you talking about Rod Higgins here? I mean, it's just, it is kind of snitchy. It is. But, you know, when one guy's telling the story, he definitely has control of it. That's why history is his story. That's right. No chicks allowed. So Horace Grant says, Maybe they might have to fight. Would you want to fight, watch a fight between two guys in their late 50s? I think this one we would. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Schönes Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money, and guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 
That's 855-325-1780. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. You know, there were some, there were a lot of angles the last dance could have taken. And I don't just mean, you know, wizards and all that. I mean, it's just, the story isn't entirely too long to get into the 10 hours. But think about the trade offers. When the Blazers infamously forever now passed on Jordan with the number two overall pick in 84, but, you know, but obviously it looks, it looks worse every day. (laughs) It looks worse even with the documentary. And excuse me, the um, Jordan's Olympic team in 84 Bobby Knight was so enamored with him. Remember the quote Bobby Knight said, he's the best player I've ever coached. And the Blazers GM was Stu Inman. And he told Bobby Knight that he was not going to pick Jordan because they needed a center. And Bobby Knight apparently told Stu Inman, draft Michael Jordan and play him at center. You know, tongue in cheek, like just, just take the guy taken but before the bulls made their intentions known there were a lot of people that were begging to switch with the bulls now these are supposedly facts now but we never really know the 76ers offered dr j straight up which was also uh, dr j and the number five pick, the number five pick turned out to be Charles Barkley and Andrew Tony, who was an all-star guard at the time. Dr. J, Charles Barkley, the pick for him, and Andrew Tony. The Sonics talked about a trade that they were going to give them Jack Sigma, uh, which at the time you think, well, there's an established center, but still Jack Sigma. I mean, come on. Um, and then another one linked door, uh, Jordan to um, Dallas with Mark Aguirre. Now, a lot of people remember Mark Aguirre on subsequent teams, including the uh, Pistons. But the, the most unbelievable rumor of all came from a potential teammate. Because in Akeem Olajuwon's book, My Life and Basketball, Living the Dream, he said the Rockets discussed trading Ralph Sampson to Portland for the number two pick and Clyde Drexler. They would have taken 
Jordan, um, they would have taken, sorry, Elijah one, number one overall and Jordan number two. Now, combining those two with Clyde Drexler would have been one of the greatest uh, trios in NBA history. But it was Houston that said no to the offer. So in other words, just to reiterate, Portland and Houston, let's flip-flop. And for flip-flopping, you give us Drexler and we'll give you Ralph Sampson. Now, Ralph Sampson ended up getting dealt over to the uh, Warriors not long after, much to my chagrin. And then once Jordan got drafted, Sam Smith actually said in the Jordan rules that it was revealed that the Clippers offered the Bulls any five players or draft picks that they had. Now, at that point, that included the number one and number six pick in the next summer's draft. Chicago said no for obvious reasons, but they had toyed with the uh, the ideas. Uh, but the Bulls never traded Jordan, and suffice to say, they don't regret it. And that's something I'll say about Jerry Krause. Look at all the guys who have been traded. You know, Willie Mays, um, Wayne Gretzky, Canseco in his prime in the on-deck circle. That was a shocker for me. I was working that game at, that night for Sports Channel. It was still haunts me. It goes on and on. The greatest players in history. Now, a lot of times they're a bit older, but they've been traded. They never traded Jordan. They knew that that would make zero sense. Now, another thing that they didn't really talk about in the documentary was that Jordan, which you could say, you know, he came in kind of a one-trick pony, and then he turned into a great defender. But those first few years in Chicago, I remember those years very well. He was a one-man team. And remember when the Bulls' offense was sputtering Doug Collins made Jordan the point guard. And the the results hardly even look real because the first month that he became a point guard late in the season, which was like mid-March to mid-April, Jordan averaged 30 points, 11 assists, 9 rebounds per game. And at one point, at point guard, he had 10 triple doubles in 11 games. And in the 1989 playoffs, he had seven double-digit assist games. Now think about this. Kobe Bryant, in his 20 years, had nine double-digit assist games in his career. Because Kobe was a great scorer, but so is Jordan. Think about that. Kobe had nine. Jordan had seven in one playoffs. So most arguments surrounding Jordan and LeBron, they boil down to a playing style because Jordan as typically viewed as the superior scorer where James is prayed, you know, praised for his all around game. They're different, different size guys. One's a guard and one's a forward. The, the truth is somewhere in between. Both were more capable than what we think they can do. I mean, for those people who <clears throat> hate on LeBron, I remember, you know, many 
NBA Finals series that I attended. Thank you, NBA, for giving me a press pass here at Sports Byline. But LeBron would get the ball, and he'd bring it down the court, and sometimes they'd have Iguodala on him. Sometimes they'd have Bogut. Sometimes they'd have um, Draymond Green, whatever. They'd switch off. They did it piecemeal. Sometimes they'd have, I almost said Ekby Udo, whoever that kid was. That, But anyway, they would uh, trade off, and LeBron would get the ball. He'd call out some numbers at the top of the key, pass it once to Delavadova, pass it once to Shumpert, comes back to Jordan. I mean, comes back to Jordan, comes back to LeBron, turns his back to the hoop, Back him down, back him down, back him down. Every time he dribbled, didn't matter how much the defender had planted his feet in the hardwood, move him back, move him back, move him back, off the glass and in. Or drop the shoulder, get the guy to go, turn around, and drop it off the glass. Or double teamed, step back, fade away, KD style. LeBron is one of the greatest players of all time. But that's my, my point is with that is that is what LeBron James is as a point guard. It's basically one-man team. Just because you bring the ball up the court doesn't make you a point guard. You know, just because you bark out a few plays does not make you a point guard. That's why it always bugs you when they say, oh, Magic Johnson, greatest point guard. And, yeah, he was better than LeBron because he would pass the ball more. But – True point guards, the way that they are generals of a team. Like I always, I always uh, kind of badmouth Steve Nash for winning an MVP, but Steve Nash is the epitome of what a point guard is. As you run your offense and it goes through you, you make the passes, you call the plays, you can score, you can defend. LeBron, as a point guard, couldn't do that. So um, I just read you some stats there of not just Jordan as a point guard, but Jordan as a point guard in the playoffs playoffs so as much as George Carl was tongue-in-cheek when he told Stu Inman in Portland to draft Jordan and play him at center if you need a center so badly it's not that harebrained of a scheme you probably wouldn't want a 6-8 forward but you think about how tall Barkley is and how many rebounds he gets you think about how tall Rodman is and how many rebounds he gets what's Rodman 6-9 it's not (laughs) it's not out of the realm yeah I'm just kidding but Jordan was you know, you could you could ask him to do anything on the floor, and he was going to give it everything. And a lot of times with panache, elan, aplomb, um, and a plum, give him one of those too. He could he could get it done. So it's it's dumb to compare LeBron. It's like saying you know what's better, a mux a Mustang or a Camaro. They're both amazing. I, I love them. And you go, well, the Mustang's better or the Camaro's better. Now just Let's just appreciate them for what they are. All right? How's that for a comparison? I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Byline.
Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 Four two six twenty three zero one. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna. It's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, exactly. over time, you know, the more and more you do Practice something, the better you get at it. Just like, you know, you didn't become this excellent at radio overnight. You Thank know, you. you know exactly when to say we got one minute left. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, because I'm so good looking. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Practice makes Must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be uh, welcoming Ricky Vellante. He is the CEO of the Professional 
Collegiate League. And this is a basketball league that's going to be starting up next year in eight cities. It's got some big names backing it as well. Um, first of all, Ricky, let's talk about the name, because if you hear PCL, I think most of us think Pacific Coast League. And then also when the words professional and collegiate go together, they seem to fight each other like those two. <laughs> but I guess that's the point that you're trying to make. So what was it when you were trying to think of a, the, the name for your new startup here? Yeah, first off, thanks for having me on. And uh, certainly the words professional and collegiate, there's, there's some layers there. And when we took a deep dive into the history of college sports, you know, uh, in 1929, the Carnegie Commission did a, a study of the Division I universities at the time, very similar to what Condoleezza Rice's group recently did for the NCAA around name, image, and likeness. And of the 121 universities that they surveyed, again, 1929, 84 of them were outright compensating their athletes. <clears throat> this was at a point where amateurism rules kind of existed, but the NCA had not really been able to grapple the power necessary to enforce those rules, which didn't happen until the 1950s under Walter Byers uh, as the executive director of the NCAA. And so, you know, historically, this is what college sports was, you know, and we've been attempting to revert college sports to what it should have always remained. And then the other aspect is, is if you hear professional collegiate league, there really is no room for ambiguity. You, you know what we're trying to do. We're trying to pay college athletes. So are we talking about a professional league or are we talking about a league where guys are in college and playing basketball for you getting paid while they're in college? That is correct. The athletes that participate in the PCL will have to be registered bona fide students in good standing at a university, at a two-year college, at a accredited trade or vocational program or online school. And in order to maintain their eligibility to participate in the league, they have to maintain the minimum GPA required by the institution that they're attending. Now, this is another thing where, you know, out here in um, California with the UC systems, they're talking about getting rid of standardized, te standardized testing and the uh, – the um, SAT in particular, the SAT, which is called racist by some people, saying that the, uh, the terminology leans more towards suburban kids, and that's an argument for another day. But is that kind of a, a Pandora's box when you tie in the grades, or is it you just don't want somebody to pretend they're going to college and then take the benefits of your league? You want to make sure that these guys are actually going to class. Yeah, we have always viewed college sports. There are some redeeming qualities of that, and one of them is that athletes that might not otherwise have the opportunity to be educated are getting that chance <clears throat> and at institutions that they may not otherwise be accepted into. And in our model from the very beginning when we set out, we felt that it was critical to maintain that educational and academic opportunity that's afforded to these athletes. And so whereas we aren't going to have, you know, an APR score or any sort of mythical thing that, like the NCAA has to, to determine whether or not academic progress is occurring with these students. Uh, what we want to do is simply enforce whatever that institution or college's minimum GPA requirement is once you're in the door uh, to remain eligible within our league. So we, we feel as though 
the academic institutions should be the ones determining, you know, what their standard minimums are for, for students while we determine, you know, the, the eligibility to participate in our league. And I would imagine the NCAA would hear about this and say, well, you can't go to my school if you're going to do that. And then you'd say, no, this is just like having a job while you're in college. This has nothing to do with your college basketball program. So it probably, they have one eyebrow raised on this, but there's nothing they can do, right? That is correct. It really, that's that's exactly how it boils down. It's no different than, you know, a, a, a CS student having a summer position with Google or Facebook or Apple or whatever, you know, getting paid while they're still going to school. It's just in our context, they're getting paid to play basketball. And, you know, students are protected by Title VII. Um, so in, if an institution were to try to take efforts to block anybody from attending their school simply because they're an employee of our league, now you would likely have a, a civil rights violation. A couple more questions for Ricky Vellante, CEO of the new Professional Collegiate League, which is going to start next year. And you have revealed the eight cities. They are Atlanta, Baltimore, Charlotte, Norfolk, Philly, Raleigh, Richmond, Virginia, and D.C. So obviously that's going to make it a league where you can get on a bus, which is a lot easier than flying across the country. And I guess this is smart to kind of do it in a little cluster and see if it, it's a hit and then you can spread out, right? Exactly. That was the, the original thinking behind it even before all that's going on right now uh, was that in terms of logistics, in terms of operational costs, it just made more sense to start with a small geographic footprint. And we felt as though it was important to, you know, in sort of a flag planting way, overlap with the geographic footprint of the ACC and have teams near some of the top collegiate programs in the country. So in doing that, you know, we felt like those eight cities, you've got a good blend of, of major markets and mid-major markets that I would describe more as, you know, college towns. And so we feel as though we're providing a, a nice suite of options to, to athletes, depending on what their, their ultimate interest is in their academic and collegiate experience. Um, what has been the response? Because when there's something where there ain't no such animal and you go into a town and they're like, wait a minute, is this college? No. Is this pro? Yeah, but they're in college. Um, you obviously believe that there's going to be fans for this. What, what kind of the response have you gotten so far? Yeah, I think that on the, the athlete side of things, athletes have certainly, you know, evidence is pretty clear at this point that they've been looking for other options. And at the end of the day, as with any upstart sports league, this isn't something unique to us. If you have a quality product, a lot of people generally will tune in at the beginning out of curiosity, and then you just have to have a stickiness factor. So for us, it's quality basketball. It's having an engaging experience digitally as much as, as in person because, you know, 90 to 95% of any sports team's audience is, is digital and not in person. So doing those things to give people a reason not only to tune in the first time but to stick around and our games are going to be played during the summer. So it's not as if, you know, a diehard college basketball fan is choosing between us and Duke in a given evening. They can watch both and enjoy both. Uh, it's not necessarily a, a binary, you know, one or the other option. So 
we think that we've strategically positioned ourselves that we can pull in the casual basketball fan and the diehard basketball fan to start with based on the time of year that we're going to have our games. And then hopefully we've done a good enough job as it relates to recruiting that we keep people coming back. You know, we don't have to have these Emmanuel Mudais anymore that go over to China. Has the NBA not so much scooped your idea, but now knowing that they can go into a developmental league, make six figures, and then not have to do the charade of the the one and done, how does that affect you? And then the second part of my question is, what about the college student who's worried about maybe he's going to peak in a year or two and he doesn't want to throw away his eligibility by taking a check too early. How do you deal with those two situations? Yeah, so to start with, with the G League, uh, it's great that they've developed this, you know, uh, professional track uh, adjacent to the G League, which certainly looks and has some similar qualities to what we're doing and, you know, was recently adapted successfully to sign the four players that they've signed over the course of the last month. And it's great that athletes have options. I mean, that's part of why we started was prior to all this, athletes really only had one choice unless you wanted to go overseas, which is a very difficult way to go. And in terms of how we can coexist along with what the G League is doing is that their opportunity is very discreet. You know, this first year, it's only going to be offered to maybe five or six players it may not be expanded. Obviously, we don't know for sure, but even in the most aggressive expansions that have been discussed, it would only span out to 20 to 25 players. And to put that into context, there are over 4,000 scholarship basketball players in Division One basketball alone, <clears throat> and there are over 700 currently in the transfer portal. So we believe that while, again, that's a great thing that the G League is now offering this, it's too discreet to appropriately capture all of those deserving of this sort of an opportunity. So, you know, we're going to have 96 players in our first season and potentially double that when we hopefully are able to expand to the West Coast. So it'll be a much broader opportunity for a, a broader group of people. And in terms of the athlete that might peak, uh, you know, in a couple of years, that's actually our prime target. You know, I think of a guy – I'm. I'm in Ohio, so I think of a guy like Aaron Kraft at Ohio State, who was an incredible college basketball player, was pretty much never going to go to the NBA, and that was pretty well known at the time. His most valuable income-earning years as a basketball player were those four years in college. And as a result of the amateur rules, he was not able to capture any of that value. And so for an athlete that might peak in college, we're sort of the perfect opportunity because they're probably not getting looked at by the G League. And if you go the traditional collegiate route, you're not going to get any money. <laughs> you, you'll get your scholarship, but you won't get money. So we provide a professionalized track that allows that athlete to capture their value and still get all of the academic opportunities that they would get in the traditional college model. Very cool, and we just have about a minute here, but I'm looking at some of the names associated with your CEO, David West. We got to know him with the Warriors and Mitch Richmond with the Warriors, two completely solid guys, and I see a T.O. sighting, so people are starting <laughs> to latch on, huh? Yeah, I mean, we've been embraced with open arms by the athlete community, you know, basketball and football alike, as you just alluded to, because, again, these are guys that 
were exploited and would have had the opportunity to, to have a better academic experience if not for those amateurism rules. And your hashtag, amateurism is a con. That's your deal, right? <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, that was our very first one. We're now more focused on, you know, the fact that we're educating and compensating. But, yes, the, the amateurism is a con is, is still near and dear to my heart. In fact, I'm wearing one of our amateurism is a con shirts as, as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Go online to the PCLeague.com. That's PCL Basketball CEO Ricky Vellante. Listen, uh, what you're doing, um, it seems smart. I hope it catches on. It's going to benefit a lot of people if it works, and uh, I appreciate you know you being bold with this. So best of luck, and uh, let, let's talk after it hits the ground, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate the time. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Hadle is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Oh, bless your heart. Thank you for that. And thinking about that professional collegiate league, which is like saying day, night, water, fire, boxer brief. We're used to boxer brief now. How could it be a tidy whitey and a loosey goosey? But it is. <laughs> um, you know, you might think I wouldn't walk across the street to see second level, third level college players. But the thing that might save this and give it a chance is when Ricky said that it's a summer team. And if it's the summer and they're coming through, hey, you might want to check it out. But it is a weird thing. Like you think, oh, all I want to do is I want to go to Duke and play for Coach K. I want to play for, you know, uh, Roy, uh, be a Tar Heel. And it's like, ah, eh, you might not make the team. Okay, I'll do it. And then a year later, they're like, okay, you made the team now. It's like, well, I'm already playing in this league. And. But, hey, they're trying to get these kids paid, so yeah, maybe get a little coin themselves, but they know they're not going to get rich off this thing. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We've got another two hours to go. We'll see you on the other side, girl. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. 
As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. What's up, girl? What you got? We got another two hours together. We're talking some sports, and you can be a part of the equation if you would so desire at 1-800-878-PLAY. Anybody got an idea for a new basketball league? I remember I was working for Sports Channel in the early days, 1990, 91, 92, and we had this... I don't remember what it was called, to tell you the truth, but we had this um, basketball league that um, I think it was 6-2 and under basketball league. And there was a team called the Columbus Pride. And this was not a parade. The Columbus Pride of Lions. And I remember their best player was a guy named Mario Eli. And so when he came to the Warriors, I was like, hey, I know that guy. So <laughs> it's sort of like these football leagues we've had. The in the baseball league, the Golden Baseball League, Ricky Henderson, you have to be over 40 or whatever it was. They always seem like, ah, it sounds like a fun idea, but I just think about the revenue model. You have to be a billionaire and just throw the money away for that to happen. That's why the, this uh, new Pacific Collegiate League is different because they're trying to help kids make money. You know, you gave the example, did Ricky, of a guy at Ohio State, and he said, the best chance to make money were those four years in college. Um, I just wonder what they're going to pay. What are they going to pay these guys? And if, if T.O. pulls out his money, are they gone? I mean, Vince McMahon is trying to sell the XFL. How do you sell something that doesn't exist? You're selling the name is what you're selling. And he's tried twice and only got one season out of two tries. Who's going to do that? I don't know. Not me. But uh, I wish him luck. All right. 1-800-878-PLAY. Big, big salute to our brave men and women in uniform, especially the enlisted ones. They do all the hard work and they never get saluted. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, uh, CRN Digital Plus 2, Kip. I already said that. How about the Twitter at Rick Tittle and Tittlelining Sports with Rick Tittle on Facebook? Come on back on Byline. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes always for free. The Discover Credit Scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy esports app for player props, and they are currently offering contests for CSGO, Dota, and League of Legends matches. Choose five over-under props for a player's stats to build your lineup. The riskier your choices, the more your selection is worth. They've already awarded over $1.2 million, so rack up the most points for your chance to share the prize pool. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Use a promo code AI at sign up today for an instant free $10 credit. That's Thrive Fantasy with the promo code AI. Come prop up now. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out, yo. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we've got a couple of uh, actors coming in, an actress and a uh, actor and a new Amazon Prime movie coming out on the 29th, and we'll bring them in when we get them. But um, there were a couple of other last dance. You're still talking. I'm still talking about it. And I was talking about the things that they didn't cover. <clears throat> and... Jordan was a relentless trash talker, not the kind of trash talker that who was like, yeah, that's not what your mama said last night when we was in the bed. Ooh, ooh, 
I wish you would. Your mama and your sister and your granny. He was mostly like, you can't beat me. That was basically it. But in um, there was one time when Jordan uh, dunked on John Stockton. And a fan in Utah, and a lot of people said it was the owner, Larry Miller, screamed something of, pick on someone your own size. So Jordan came down the next time and dunked on Mel Turpin, who was 6'11", and he went to the guy, Miller. Was he big enough for you? Is that trash talk? I don't think we know it. According to uh, Roshan McLeod, a former NBA forward, Jordan was known for singing Anita Baker songs to his opponents to psych them out. Uh, and he said, especially Jerry Stackhouse. Jerry Stackhouse said that didn't play, take place. But can you imagine you're guarding Jerry Stackhouse and then Jordan's like, with all my love, I love you, baby. Something like that. <laughs> all right. Just in time to save us all from that, we are joined by actress Sierra McCormick. And uh, she is in a movie that's going to be a uh, a big splash. It's coming out on the 29th of this month on Amazon Prime. It's called The Vast of Night, and it has already gotten some really good uh, reviews. Um, Sierra, this is a, a period piece. It almost looks like when I watch the trailer, like it's American Graffiti and your character should be named Peggy Sue. But you probably liked getting all that get up on, didn't you? What did you say? <laughs> the last part of that? You probably liked getting all that get-up on, didn't you? The glasses, the ponytail, oh, yeah. the poodle skirt, saddle Yeah, shoes. that was, like, one of the most helpful things, like, acting and character-wise for me, actually, because it really allowed me to, like, completely jump into someone else's, like, look, like, quite literally. <laughs> um, and especially, like, the glasses and the ponytail. Like, I don't know, I tried to... One, make it like, I don't know, Andrew and I, the director, uh, we discussed the outfits a lot, actually, but uh, mine took the least amount of time to put together. Jake's, my co-stars, actually took way longer, <laughs> oddly enough. Um, and I don't know, yeah, the uh, putting that together and collaborating with Andrew on all aspects of the look and it just really, really informed a lot of decisions that I would make later, I guess, uh, performance-wise. And so that whole aspect was one of the most fun parts about sort of getting to dive into this movie and the period and the very specific character that Faye is was getting to sort of, you know, get the look that went along with it. You mentioned Andrew. That's Andrew Patterson. This is his debut film, and people yeah. are, are gaga over it. It looks like he's hit a home run <laughs> his first time up at the plate, huh? That yes, to use a sports reference, that would that would be correct. I feel like, <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's such a wonderful you know collaborator, filmmaker, obviously, um, and I don't know. I think he's a real actor's director, and I think my co-star Jake would also attest to that. Just because we all felt like Andrew just fostered such a creative environment for us and made us really really comfortable and feel free to you know, truly, like, collaborate on the characters and, you know, make something really, really interesting that all all of us were really, really proud of it in the end. Now, you've been acting for a long time, so when you know that it's a guy's first uh, film as a director, deep down, do you think, mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't think he's doing this right, or do you think, hey, he's the boss and it's a collaborative effort, let's just make sure we get it right? 
um, probably a little column A, a little column B there. I mean, I don't usually like to go into things thinking that, you know, uh, well, they're a first time or so, obviously it's going to be this, this, and this, and they're going to do these things wrong. Like, I don't know. I mean, I took, one would say, like, a chance working with Andrew, considering he hadn't, like, directed this would be his first feature. And I think, like, the results were amazing and wonderful. And I think that the fact that maybe he was kind of an outlier in that sense allowed for a lot more, like, creative expression in the movie and on set and everything like that. And so, I don't know. I I don't have any, like, you know, uh, hesitations about working with first-time directors, I guess. (laughs) I think it makes it, like, a little more interesting and fun for sure let's let's give a little thumbnail on the plot because for people who have not seen the trailer it's kind of a creepy exciting little adventure here (laughs) that's a good way to put it (laughs) um yeah so essentially uh my character Faye, she's the uh small town switchboard operator in the 50s and she is friends with Everett, who is the town radio DJ, and everyone is at the basketball game. Um, so the town's pretty much empty, except for my co-star Jake and I. And I hear, like, a strange kind of noise come over the switchboard, and so I kind of loop him into it, and it essentially, like, sets off this adventure um, for the rest of the movie where in one night we're trying to run around and try to find the source of this strange sound. <laughs> And I got to ask you about Curb because it's funny when I think oh, about – wonderful, yes. <laughs> I think about, well, how can she be the star? And then I realize that's like over 10 years ago. It, it seems like it was it was yesterday. But um, <laughs> that is now, of, of course, one of the greatest shows of all time. It's a, it's a cult classic. Agreed. And, yeah, you, you'll be 100 and people will still be – you'll win Oscars and people will still be asking you about Curb. What what was that like to be a so. part of that? Yeah, what's it like part of being that canon now? Oh, I don't know. Like when I actually before I got on the show, I was probably eleven or so, but I'd actually watched the show. I was like into it because I was really into Seinfeld. That was like my favorite show yeah. to put on when I was like sick at home from school. It would definitely be on TV, and so I loved watching Seinfeld, and therefore that kind of led me to Curb. And I was kind of already a big fan of Curb before I was on it, but. You know, Larry David has this, like, obvious reputation for being kind of, you know, um, curmudgeonly, I guess. And so when I got on set, I was not expecting him to, like, speak to me or, like, look my direction, really. And I was like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. And then I got on set, and he was, like, super nice. It was actually the most shocking thing is that he was, like, super chill. He, like, came up and asked me about, like, the book I was reading. He, like, genuinely asked me, like, my 11-year-old self questions about myself. It was was, was wonderful. (laughs) And just really fun. That's very cool. Now, you've, as I said, you've been acting a long time, but um, uh, I don't know if you'll say this yourself, but this this thing, this movie is going to really springboard you. Here we are in the pandemic. People are going to watch this anyway, but the amount of eyeballs that are going to get on this movie now, I mean, this is going to this is going to really put you up in that next echelon. Can you can you feel it, Sierra? Uh, well, I'm always hesitant to make sort of, I don't know, to uh, get too excited about things, you know, prematurely. I'm pretty um, cautious when I when it comes to, you know, anticipating excitement and things like that. So I'm, I'm keeping it pretty, I'm keeping my ex- expectation pretty chill as of now. Um, but it, I don't know, anyone enjoying the film and getting anything out of it or, 
know, just being entertained for an hour and I believe 10 minutes, I think that's how long it is, um, would be make me over the moon. I'd be so happy just to, you know, put something into the world that people love creatively and are inspired by. <laughs> well, the, the lowest, I mean, you know, we always get an advanced copy of these things. I've not seen, seen anything under a nine. This is kind of unprecedented that because there's always some, yeah. <laughs> as the kid, the people of your generation would say, there's always some haters out there. There's no haters yet, Sierra. <laughs> Not yet, but hey, let's, see, <laughs> let's, let's, you know, knock on wood. <laughs> okay, we've been speaking with Sierra McCormick. We're going to be joined in the next segment by her co-star. She mentioned him, Jake Horowitz. Remember, on Amazon Prime on the 29th, it's called The Vast of night once again the vast of yeah. night sierra congratulations on the film thanks for coming on the show and hopefully we'll thank catch up so down much. the road yeah absolutely thank you rick all right good stuff i'm rick that we'll take a quick break and come on back on sports Bro. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Commando, I tell you. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. We're going to get uh, another star of that movie up here in a second here. Now, when I say movie, I don't just mean movie. You heard me. I mean movie. All right. As I said, we left off with Jordan, according to Roshan McLeod, singing Anita Baker songs. Tell me how it is. Sorry. I feel no shame. I'm in a love. Uh, Steve Smith, NBA guard, not Fresno State, and NFL receiver. He told a reporter that he always felt good about defending Jordan. And then the next game, Jordan made his first basket, and he said to him, 38. And after the next one, he said, 36. He was counting backward from 40. See, that's the kind of trash talk that is good because you mock the guy, but you back it up. It's not like your mama and your granny and your old goosey, you know, like that type of thing, or Matarazzi on Zizu. Your sister and your mother are who's. That's, that's not trash talk. In the 95 playoffs, the Bulls leading Charlotte. By only one point late in the game. Guarding Muggsy Bogues, five foot three. <clears throat> he backed off and infamously declared, Shoot it, you effing midget. Bogues missed badly, and according to John Bach, the former Bulls assistant who was then coaching in Charlotte, he believes that is the night that uh, ruined Bugs' career. Can you believe that? Bugs never had the same points, rebounds, assists, steals, nothing. Shoot it, you effing midget. Now, I just said all of those are game-related. That's not game-related. That is just straight-up, old-school, bullying type of smack talk. Now, one more. 
According to Shaq, Jordan would tell Nick Anderson exactly what moves he would use. He would say the number of dribbles just to get into his head. <clears throat> Why not? So he's one of the greatest, tra- greatest player in NBA history, but obviously one of the greatest trash talkers as well. Um, they also didn't talk about the offer from New York. And aside from those two wizard seasons, of course, Jordan never played for anybody about Chicago. It didn't mean he didn't consider it, though. In 96, the Bulls made a staggering offer. One year, $25 million. Now, his previous salary in 95 was $3.8 million. The cap was 24.3. So how could the Knicks even do it? Well, Sam Smith of the Chicago Trib laid it down. They got in some blatantly illegal cap circumvention that somehow got approved by David Stern. Hmm, David Stern to get Jordan in New York. You think he'd bend over a little bit backwards there? I think so. The Knicks had $12 million in cap space that summer. But at the time, they were owned by Cablevision, and they were also owned by Sheraton. By the way, Sheraton was owned by ITT. So the rest of the money would have come from a marketing contract with Sheraton to put him in commercials. Hi, I'm Michael Jordan. When I'm on the road... I like to stay at a Sheraton. Whoop, whoop. Most comfortable beds. Free cookies in the morning. And how about those new showers? I don't know what it would have been. But that's the way it was going to work. And David Falk, Jordan's agent, he recently suggested that the Knicks never really did come close to getting Jordan. But David Falk, being the businessman as he is, He did use that as very powerful leverage, though, because Chicago increased their offer to 30 million. And a year after that, we talked about this before, his salary was bumped up to 34 million or 129 percent of the cap at that time. So if you want to look at what the equivalent of that would have been last season, that would have been the equivalent of a modern player making $135 million. Now, if you think about that, no one has ever topped Jordan's raw salary until Steph came in at 34.7. But that is uh, that's pretty amazing. All right. Um, we just had Sierra McCormick of the new Amazon Prime movie, The Vast of Night. It's going to be debuting on May 29th. And her co-star, who she talked about, Jake Horowitz, is nice enough to uh, join us right now. And Jake, what is that like when uh, you're in a movie, you're the co-lead with an actress like Sierra, and, you know, call me crazy, it just looks like you guys have this, either you're acting very well, which of course you can, but it looks like you guys have a natural chemistry together. Is that true? It was the most fun. Me, me and Sierra just had the most fun together. We like, you know, it just, yeah, it became the kind of thing where like, yeah, the camera went on, and we were just yeah, we were shooting. We were we were talking. It was it was the best time. So I'm interested in your background. Is that you know you're Canadian? You went to London to study creative writing. Um, what was it about theater, writing, producing, directing, and all that? What was it about that that got you into it? Oh, I'm I'm 
I'm close to Canada. I'm from New York. Um, but, you know, I, I was always, always into acting. And I started acting in theater when I was 15. And yeah, something about it was just felt sort of magical to me. You know, walk into this, walk into this room and, and tell stories to people and get to, you know, the, the collaborative aspect of it as opposed to, you know, other, other art forms, you're more solitary, just always really sort of, uh, sort of appealed to me and I fell in love with it. And, and yeah, and then I was lucky enough to get, to get cast in this and, and fly down to a small town of Texas and make a, make a crazy, crazy weird sci-fi movie. Now, Andrew Patterson, who is kind of from those neck of the woods, an Oklahoma guy, this is supposed to be based in a little town in New Mexico, but he is a guy who um, is making his very first movie, and from all the reviews, everything is at least a nine. Apparently, he hit the the the, uh, the water swimming. Um, what's it like to yeah. deal with a, a brand new director? And could you tell that this guy was gonna? He knew what he was doing, and this was gonna be a hit. Yeah, I gotta say, I was. From from the first Skype meeting with Andrew, I was like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. He's first of all like, him and Sierra both are actually just the biggest cinephiles you'll ever meet. Like they'll be talking about German horror films from the '60s, like the whole genre of it, and it's incredible. They're like, what? What are these movies? But yeah, I, I mean, he's so so learned and so um, so committed to his vision. Like that's that's the dream to work with directors who really really sort of believe in in this vision and you know if they have that belief you always feel like you can like you can do it and like you know you gotta you know he sets the bar high and you want to you want to match it it's, it's the best and so let's give us a little thumbnail on the plot you're a dj um Faye, the character played by sierra is a switchboard operator everybody's at the basketball game because it's a teeny little town and then the mystery adventure ensues, right? Yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah. Um, the uh, the the it's the first night of the high school basketball season, which sort of like is this great device, which which renders the town pretty deserted. And so we're driving around, and nobody's out, and it, it, you know. And in the end of the movie, the basketball game ends, and the town comes back. But it's this sort of idea of yeah, what. It's a magical night when everybody's in one place and disappeared and everything is deserted and it sort of leaves leaves space for for an unknown entity to come and come and mess around in the town. And the way that you look at the cars, you look at everything, um, it's like a simpler time. It's from my parents' time, I would say your grandparents' time, but it really is kind of a little throwback there to those great movies that we had uh, from the time in the 50s. I want to remind everybody to check it out on Amazon Prime. It's called The Vast of Night. It's going to be on May 29th. We were just speaking with Jake Horowitz, the actor. Jake, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll catch up down the road, man. Thanks so much, man. It was so fun. Okay. I appreciate it. I'm Rick Tittle, and uh, we have open lines on the other side um, for a little bit, and then we'll bring in Mo Mandel. Come on back.
Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. That's some messed up stuff, I'll tell you that. Uh, Mo Mandel coming up here briefly. We had Mo last week, and uh, they go, you want him again? I'm like, hell yeah. It's like saying, would you like some more Pringles? That's the way they usually ask me about Pringles, like Grey Poupon. 
Pardon? Do you have any grey poupon? But of course. I drive around in my Rolls Royce, and I can hand it to your Bentley through the said window, and I'll have my servant do it for you. Jeeves, get on that straight away. Yes, sir. Um, you know, the wizard's ears. I think a lot of Jordan people like to pretend that the Washington years never happened. Like Raider fans don't want to think about Tim Brown with the Bucks, or Niner fans don't want to think about Jerry Rice with the Raiders and the Seahawks. I mean, it's just Giants fans don't want to think about William McCovey with the A's. That just that <clears throat> that goes around. You think I like thinking of Ken Stabler with the Oilers and the Saints? Now, so I like to think it didn't happen. But all things considered, I think Jordan can be kind of proud of what he did with the Wizard. Now, they had just changed the name from Bullets. I remember Letterman said they want to make their team sound less violent, so they took off the word Washington. But they never made the playoffs when he was there. He averaged 20 points a game. He made the all-star team in both seasons. He became the second oldest non-specially selected all-star in history behind only Kareem. Do the Wizards' years live up to the run of Chicago? Obviously not, but there were some highlights. He had a 51-point game in Carolina against the Hornets. He was the oldest player ever to do it until Jamal Crawford broke it last year. Hit a couple of game-winning buzzer beaters against the Cavs and the Suns. Nearly did the same thing in the 03 All-Star game. Put the East up by two with five seconds left, but the West tied it and won it in overtime. Um, you know, if you think about the storybook ending is shot over Brian Russell as the uh, the Jazz went down to the Bulls in 98, <clears throat> did he have one of those moments? But no. He was an All-Star into his 40s. And that was after, what you have to remember, after he left the Bulls the second time, it wasn't just a year and a half. It was double that, three years off. Um, another thing you didn't see in this documentary, the Miami Heat didn't even exist when Jordan first got to the NBA. But Pat Riley was around. And Pat Riley lost to Jordan in the postseason's Four times, twice with the Knicks, twice with the Heat. And in those battles, he gained a real respect for Jordan. Jordan was so revered by Riley that the Heat made, I think, is an extraordinary gesture when Jordan had his final trip to the American Airlines Arena. They retired his number. Jordan is the only player in any major professional sport to have his number retired by a team that he did not play for, except two numbers retired by the league itself. And that, of course, is Jackie Robinson's 42. And did you know this? Wayne Gretzky's 99. No one can wear 42 or 99 in baseball or hockey ever again, respectively. But the the jersey, the 23 jersey that was retired by the Heat, you could say it is a complete eyesore because Miami's rafters 
would have been better served maybe if Riley just simply hung a Bulls jersey up there um, instead. But, I mean, the sentiment, I think, is it, it represents well beyond Chicago. And in some way, maybe he was responsible for the, pos- the prosperity that he would go. And as a slight bonus, in 2009, LeBron vowed to give up number 23 in Jordan's honor and switch to number six. And he did. But then when he got back to uh, Cleveland, he went to 23 again. And he's, <laughs> he's 23 as a Laker as well. But did LeBron know he was heading to Miami a year in advance and make the announcement because he had to? I don't. I don't know about that. And then, of course, airing of grievances. Look, you know, Jordan's Hall of Fame speech, um, they didn't show that. They didn't show the tears. And in that speech, Jordan blasted Jerry Krause. He blasted Isaiah Thomas. He even blasted Leroy Smith, the guy who got picked over him at Laney High School. He complained about having to pay $1,000 tickets for his family to get into the induction He's got some grudges right there. Don't think that he don't, girlfriend. All right, uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to be joined by our good buddy, Mo Mandel. His new show is on Discovery tonight. Come on back on SportsBot. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now back to Fat Boy. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. we got a few minutes left in hour number two of three coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. You know, about a week or two ago, we had Mo Mandel on the show and Discovery said, uh, you know, his show Small Town Throwdown is actually coming out tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. Do you want Mo again? I'm like, are you kidding me? That's like saying, do you want another beer? Of course I want more Mo. How you doing, my man? <laughs> I love that, man. I've never been compared to a beer before, but it feels good. It feels right. Doesn't it? I know. Well, you're going to be having your own throwdown. Are you having a little social distancing party, or are you going to tear off the masks and go for whole hog tonight? Oh, man. I, I just might. You know, I might have to just really just take that mask off and just, and just really just let my let my spirit fly. I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, I'm probably going to, you know, I got my parents are watching. I had to explain to them how to figure out if it's on the 9 o'clock or the 10 o'clock. And I was like, well, he doesn't know what's those, so that's you know, on the 10 o'clock. And then the you know, central is 9 o'clock. So that was the production. So I'll probably watch it with them on Zoom, you know, maybe do a little, a little live tweet as well. But um, it's been fun, dude. I've been doing this radio tour for the last two days. I think I've talked to every radio station in the country. And everyone that I've talked to seems to really get a kick out of the concept for the show. So, I don't know, I'm feeling optimistic. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's going to be cool. And let's just remind them, everybody, of what it is. It's the fact that these towns get maybe a bad reputation as the town in America that's most known for this or that. It's always some insulting, pejorative term. And you want to go there and find out the real deal, right? Yeah, and we give them a chance to, you know, throw down. And so, you know, their cards and show how great they really are. And I come along with them on this really fun 
comedic adventure to do all the cool stuff there is to do in that town and kind of investigate why does it get that bad reputation? Why do people say it's the dumbest town, the drunkest town, the most boring town, and kind of get at what that town's really all about? You know, uh, like, again, it's called Small Town Throwdown, and I kind of think if anyone really likes like dirty jobs, I think they're going to really enjoy this show because it's a comedic show that's got like a positive sort of spin and shines a light on some areas of America that you really don't see a lot. It's so funny you would say that because I was going to ask you if you're ready for this new level of fame. Mike Rowe, who was a Bay Area TV guy in in, uh, 2002, crossed the street, came over to the studios. You've been there on Broadway. Asked me if I had any work and I said, not right now. He went on to get dirty jobs, and he's a multimillionaire. So that should tell you right there the type of fame that you are. I mean, we are, if you knew comedy, you knew who Mo Mandel is and some network shows. But it's going to jump through the roof now, Mo. That would be nice. You know, it's so funny because uh, I started comedy in San Francisco, as you know. And one time, one of my, my earliest uh, show-busy type things, I had a reason not even a regional, like a local commercial for a car dealership at the East Bay. And the guy told me when I was shooting it for a $1,000 buyout for the commercial, the guy told me the original person who did the commercials for him was Mike Rowe. And so I was like, all right. Five degrees of Mike Rowe. (laughs) Exactly. I love Mike Rowe. So if my show can even be even half as good as that and get happy attention, uh, then that'll be a jackpot for me. No doubt. I actually had him on a couple months ago. Um, you're at 10 o'clock, so technically, and it's cable TV anyway, but you can swear. Now, I know you want to be Sinbad or Brian Regan and Ryan Hamilton and, and keep all the religious groups with you, but do you do you get foul mouth in this, or is it clean as a whistle? It's it's very, you know, it's so funny because my fiance just asked me, she goes, my cousin wants to know if she can watch it with her kids. Um, and this is one of the rare times I can say, yes, you actually can watch with kids. I draw, I think I drop a couple F-bombs, but they're bleeped out. So it's, it's nice and safe. And you can tell your kids that I was actually saying Jesus. <laughs> you know, well, then you're taking the Lord's name in vain. You can't win, right? Right. Okay. Don't tell them that. Tell them I was saying ice cream. I don't really know much <laughs> about kids, but tell them I was saying uh, something that you could say to a kid. That they could say. <laughs> right. Well, I usually don't get into the personal thing, but since you brought it up, you congratulations on your engagement. I saw that you got engaged on a boat, right? Yeah, we got engaged on, uh, I like to say it was a yacht, but it was 19 feet. So I think, it, I don't know what the cutoff is for yacht, but it sounds more yeah. fun to say yacht. So that, that's what I've been saying. Um, yeah, it was really funny. I mean, I, I, you probably saw this little video I have on my Twitter, but we had Spotify streaming, you know, on the, on the little the yacht if you will. Um, and I was getting ready to propose and I was like, okay, as soon as, you know, as soon as this, this song's done, I'm going to, as soon as the next song begins, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to get down on one knee and a nice little doo-wop song. And then right when I'm about to do it, it goes to a commercial. So I'm like, Oh God, all right, I'll just wait for this commercial. And then it goes to another commercial and another commercial and <laughs> another commercial four in a row. And then finally, <laughs> after the moment is killed, uh, a song comes on, I get to propose. So boy, I'll tell you, if, if there's ever been a good commercial for why you should get Spotify premium, this is it. <laughs> no doubt. Um, do you, this might be a weird question, but you know, all the discovery channel characters and I have them on my show. Um, they, they do a great job at that network of finding everyday people who can do reality shows and still be their true selves. Do you feel a kinship now with the 
the the crab fishers and the gold miners and the Snake Island people and all that? Are those sort of like your your crew now? Well, I, mean, I haven't been lucky enough to meet any of the on camera people from some of those shows, you know. But I, all the crew that worked on my show has worked on a lot of those other shows. So, you know, while we were shooting in there, the producer like, "Oh yeah, when I was doing Bering Sea Gold, we were like shooting underneath the ice and around." I'm like, "Oh man, that sounds way more exciting than following me around <laughs> on these journeys." <laughs> but, you know, actually, like our cameraman used to shoot um, for Naked and Afraid, so. I was like, man, it's so funny. The last show you did, you know, you're out in the jungle watching people take a crap behind a tree, uh, you know, and now all of a sudden we're in Lubbock. Um, but I hope I get to meet some of those guys. I love the Deadliest Catch. You know, I would love to meet them. I, I got to be on the show that they're actually on tonight. Josh Gates is one of the probably the biggest yeah. stars. Yes, one of the biggest stars on Discovery right now. He's doing a talk show out of his um, garage or, or basement or whatever during the pandemic, and I got to be on a guest. That's on tonight, right before our small town throwdown, and uh, he was a great guy. And uh, you know, they seem to have a really good vibe over there. So I'm I'm excited to hopefully get to really you know become a an official part of the family. Well, it's cool. Josh is a uh, a regular on this show. I've had him many many times. And by the way, um, naked and afraid is how I describe my junior prom. Oh, really? How does the rest of the class uh, describe it? Well, I don't know. Um, let's <laughs> one more time. <laughs> let's make sure everybody is on board. Small town throwdown with Mo Mandel. He goes around. This is a guy from Boonville, just up the road on the way to Mendocino. He knows what it's like to get a bad rep for a cool town. Hey, Boonville has its own airport, right? Yeah, and it's so funny because on the show, you know, I reference I'm from Boonville, and I've sort of said some articles that you know Boonville's. Um, you know, had gotten made fun of. My mom's like, that's not true anymore. People really know about Boonville. It's really popular now. I'm like, is it? <laughs> I think maybe, <laughs> maybe you need to get out of Boonville a little bit. It's not like people are talking about it a lot. You know? <laughs> but, All right, well, yeah, Mo, we listen, 10 o'clock tonight. Yeah. yeah, we got to run 10 o'clock tonight on Discovery. Yeah. Thanks for coming on again, man. And like I said, when you're doing stand-up, uh, can't wait to have you back in studio. But welcome to the Discovery family, dude. Thank you, Rick. Appreciate it, man. Have a good one. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We will take a, a quick break. We have another two hours to go, and um, your lines are open at 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, 
and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Yeah, 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 we underway. Rick Tittle with you. What is going on? Coast to coast talk. East coast, west coast. I remember when I was in Cleveland in the 80s. 1886 to be exact. And uh, they said, welcome to the north coast. Uh, Is that what people say? I don't know. At least this one little ad did. Welcome to America's North Coast. That's kind of a youper thing. But anyway, Lake Erie, <clears throat> when I was there in the spring, yeah, yeah, the spring, the only person to go to Cleveland on spring break, not Daytona Beach, not South Padre Island, not Las Vegas, Cleveland, Ohio. And I remember seeing Lake Erie, and it was all big chunks of ice, like something you would see in the North Pole. And I thought, where's the island of misfit toys? The dolly for Sue and Chris. No one wants a Charlie in the box. So uh, anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, we have another hour together. How about that? We're going to bring in Bernie Sue. Any relation to Jack Sue? Remember Jack Sue on Barney Miller? Boom, boom, boom. Abe Vigoda. Wojo. All those characters. Probably not so much. But uh, he has a show on uh, Twitch, yeah, a show called Artificial, and uh, season two is going to get underway. Amanana. Also, uh, I have a uh, uh, email from uh, American Forces that I'd like to read as well. Uh, it's always good to hear from our brave men and women out there listening. Five hundred outlets, one hundred seventy-seven countries, ships, ships at sea, and uh, you can uh, always uh, email me. Rick at sportsbyline.com is the way you would do that. Once again, Rick at sportsbyline.com. And uh, that'll be uh, getting to me when I look at it. Tune in app. That's on your phone. iHeartRadio is on your phone as well. Stitcher is on your phone. I think you can get that stuff through your computer too. I don't know. These kids today with their purple hair and their Sony Walkman. Tittling Sports with Rick Tittle is the Facebook page, and the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. We got open lines, and we got you at 1-800-878-PLAY. Something like Ron, we got you on America's Sports Talk Show. You check things all the time, like your email every 10 seconds or your ex's Instagram. But what about checking something as important as your credit? Well, Discover makes it quick, easy, and best of all, free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes always for free. The Discover Credit Scorecard, free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. 
When they have unsold seats, they use smart fares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Hi, I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls. I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces. The email address is rick at sportsbyline.com. I got an email here from Tech Sergeant Casey Sears. And um, my uncle was a tech sergeant in the Air Force during the Vietnam War. And luckily, he was stationed in Japan. But uh, so a tech sergeant in the Air Force is uh, something I'm quite fond of. He starts the letter with, sir. I just love the respect that the military, it's just ingrained. Um, Just to paraphrase, uh, sir, he's talking about uh, the Astros getting crucified and the media and he said the greatest Spygate scandal by the Patriots was there ever a punishment given to the team? The Patriots got off scot-free, and I can't understand why. It seems odd that the Patriots also wouldn't try to sign Brady back. Thank you for your time, and have a great night. Yes, so you can sell the time difference here. 
Uh, first of all, Sergeant Sears, thank you so much for the email. Appreciate it. Always love getting stuff from the military, once again, from the Air Force. Um, well, Bill Belichick got the highest individual fine of all time. He got a $500,000 fine, and the team got 250000 or vice versa. But they it was the highest personal fine ever, and then they also got their first-round pick taken away. So... I wouldn't say it was uh, scot-free, but I understand uh, the rage continues. And once again, email address, rickoutsportsbyline.com. Um, <clears throat> why didn't they try to re-sign Brady? Uh, it is kind of surprising, but I think Brady just wanted to change, quite honestly. I think Robert Kraft is not dumb enough not to try to sit down and say, look, I know what's going on here. I know you're on your way out. And before this gets nuts, let's just have you stay. We'll give you two more years at whatever. I think Brady and his wife and whoever, they had their mind made up. Thanks for the email. Uh, another story that is embarrassing to me is that my team in baseball, once again, is the cheapest. And that is an executive for Ring Central Coliseum in Oakland so that the A's did not make their rent payment. And that rent payment is some 50 days late. It was due April 1st, um, 1.2 million. That's it, 1.2 million. But because of the pandemic, the season has not begun. And so because of that, according to Coliseum Authority head Henry Gardner, the A's say they have no ability to pay their annual rent because they said uh, they're not able to generate revenue, and they have no ability to pay it. This is the guy who owns The Gap. So um, David DeBolt of the East Bay Times said the A's did not respond to a request for comment, but in a letter dated <clears throat> March 31st, A's General Counsel DeLorna Ellis cited force majeure, a clause in the contract that relieves both sides from obligation when there is an extraordinary event such as the coronavirus outbreak. In the letter obtained by the East Bay Times, Ellis also noted that the possibility that the Coliseum would not be available to the team. At the time, it was being evaluated as a potential surge site in case the COVID-19 outbreak exploded as it had in places such as New York City. Ellis said, the team support of the measure would be deferring payment until we have a better understanding of when the Coliseum will be available for our use. Now, not to vilify one side or the other, and not to say that the A's are just a bunch of cheapos, um, if they're not using it, they have every right to say, why are we paying when we're not using it? <clears throat> but the thing is, unless you own your own ballpark, like the Giants or the Indians or some of these other teams, the Rangers, and you got to pay rent on it, you just pay the rent. But because of this mispayment now and MLB and the Players Association getting things together so that teams can play in their home parks, the Coliseum might not be able to be used by the A's this year. And Rob Manfred said the contingency plans for some teams not being able to use their home ballparks and we were already wondering about Gavin Newsom, who said that sports wouldn't be around in the fall, but now he's changed his mind. He's opened up Napa somewhat. He says that organized sports can resume next month. But the A's now have a different impediment 
to taking the field in Oakland. And there are still some obstacles that the A's are trying to get around. And this all kind of feels like more that they're going to Vegas. Because remember, that's something that Rob Manfred said. And Libby Schaff, the mayor of Oakland, this was in the fall. She said, the commissioner pointed out that Bay Area fans will soon be going to Las Vegas to see the Raiders. And unless that changed, Bay Area fans might be going to Las Vegas or elsewhere to see the A's as well. The reports of that are accurate. That is the city that came out this month. End quote. So, listen. When it comes to the Raiders and they were trying to get a judge to stop the injunction, I knew all that was a waste of time and money. I lived through all the eminent domain and stupid lawsuits they tried to do to get the Raiders to move illegally. The Raiders were able to move illegally to L.A., in other words, without league approval, and they sued and won. So when they got league approval 31-2 to to the owner, to 31-1, to only Stephen Ross of the Dolphins said no. Do you think when they got legal approval to go? permission that somehow they're going to be able to stay. And the people said, let's keep the name. That would be dumb. That would just kill the team forever. So it boils down to the city believing the county violated a state law that mandates publicly owned lands must be considered for affordable housing before the lands are sold or leased. And then they got into the legal weeds. And finally, the county is like, okay, just take the land. But do we have any updates on the A's stadium? No, I haven't heard a word. And of course, construction did stop for a long time in California. But everything to do with the Oakland A's was with the last two ownership groups. And the ownership group right now is still the same one that Lou Wolf was fronting. He's now an owner emeritus. He's taken a step back. And John Fisher is supposed to be the step-up guy. But since he hates the camera, one of the few rich people who hates the camera... He hired Dave Cavill to be the president. But, you know, just the fact that they didn't pay their damn rent when it's only 1.2 mil, that's how much they make on a churro every homestand. You know, the owner of Gap, the owner who said top six in revenue, a billionaire with a B, the fact that they don't pay their rent. And listen, they could say, well, we're not playing there, so why should we pay rent? Well, and I know you. it's not like saying, well, I can't move into my house, so why should I pay rent on my house if something is keeping you from coming in? And I, and I do understand that. It makes sense. But everybody else wants to make sure that their stadium is ready. And if you really cared about being in Oakland and rooted in Oakland, it doesn't sound very rooted when you won't even pay the rent. It just sounds like you're keeping all your options open to get the hell out of town. And that's that's upsetting because I've seen it happen a couple times now with my football team. And no ownership and no team has cried harder to leave Oakland than this ownership group that owns the A's right now. Great stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. Tell me who's watching Who's watching me
Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant Instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 Four two six twenty three zero one. You guys will wear jerseys for teams that you're not even on, <laughs> but you think you're on the team. You'll be like, "Yeah, last night I guess we just didn't score enough. Last night I guess we just didn't play enough defense. We, the Redskins, don't need you." Okay, that's like me watching Grey's Anatomy in scrubs.
Don't be getting your granny panties all in a bunch. We got Rick Tittle up in here. We got Rick Tittle up in here. What's going on, girl? Yeah, it doesn't sound very rooted. That sounds like keeping your options open. It's just too bad. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Let's get it in and let's get it heard. What you got in this big, bold land of ours? Coming to the next segment, we will speak with Bernie Sue, and he'll tell us a wassa. Um, breaking news from the NBA. As momentum continues to build towards the NBA returning to action. I mean, we did hear this morning that the Milwaukee, no, the Minnesota T-Wolves became, I think, the 19th team to open up their gyms. That um, the front runner now as the single bubble site to host all teams and all games, according to Sham Sharania and Sam Amick of The Athletic, is Orlando, Florida. Las Vegas had been considered the front runner for a little while. It's still a candidate, Saint, you know, decided uh, officially yet. <clears throat> but in recent weeks, a lot of players, including LeBron James, including Chris Paul, they have united in their desire to continue the season as long as health experts said okay. And this comes amongst people like Shaq, who said just cancel this whole season now. So if games are going to resume and there remains no word on whether the league would aim to finish the regular season in some capacity, three-fourths of the season is already done or just go right into the playoffs. I mean, the latter seems the likeliest, but that hasn't been confirmed. But the league is starting to run short on time to get this stuff done done and set in stone. And the deeper we get into the summer, the more the beginning of next season becomes jeopardized. So on that front... The proposal to begin next season around Christmas also appears to be gaining steam, which was a topic of the discussion before the hiatus from the pandemic moved this to the uh, the front burner. Now, <clears throat> I saw an interesting article from uh, David Cobb. He's a college basketball writer. And <clears throat> he has it that the pandemic was saying a godsend would be, um, you know, terrible thing to say uh you know hundreds tens of thousands of people have died for it but he's just saying job wise it has saved a lot of coaches their jobs and he points out five <clears throat> he said first of all shock is smart in texas and maybe the longhorns would have beaten texas tech in the quarterfinals of the big 12 tournament maybe they would have gotten to march madness maybe they would have gone to the big dance for the first time and Shaka Smart's five years in Austin, but there's also a chance that he would have been outside the bubble again, they would have missed the tournament, and that he would not have gotten a vote of confidence, and he would have been out. Um, Richard Patino, not Rick, his son, Richard. This is why you should never name your kid Junior, especially if you're famous. First of all, just give a kid his own name. And don't haunt him with your hippie hyphens. If you decide that you and your wife or you and your husband want to combine the names, go ahead. Don't throw a hyphenated name at your kid, unless it's a million years old. <laughs> you know? 
Rick, you have no right. All right. And don't be the second or the third or the fourth and all that. You're not a king or a pope. If you want to name somebody after someone in the family, pick your dad. Name him after your dad. Name him after your, I don't know. You name him after yourself is just, I think, the biggest piece of hubris all times. He's junior. He will have my name. Why don't you just make your name the middle name? All right, that's just me. But anyway, Richard Patino. It's like Anthony Dorsett. When a coach is answering questions about job security <clears throat> on his own radio show in March, that's not a good sign. But that was the situation Petito found himself in in the second half of a brutal Big Ten slate because Petino has been in the Twin Cities now seven years, and this year under 500 overall, 8 and 12 in the Big Ten. Looks like he's going to get an eighth year. What about at BC? Jim Christian is there. And the athletic director at the time, Mark, uh, sorry, Martin Jarmond, Martin Jarmond, who has, uh, I just read about him. He got a new, he just got hired by somebody else and I already forgot. But anyway, Martin Jarman uh, fired uh, Boston College football coach Steve Adazio in December, and this is after he led the program to five bowl appearances in seven years. So some people thought, why did Jim Christian get the nod to return after the Eagles had losing seasons in the ACC six years in a row? And so right now, uh, Christian is supposed to be on track for a uh, for an eighth season. And uh, <laughs> good for him, I guess. Um, but now I got to look up. I just read that Jarman got a new AD job. And um, Martin, Jar oh, UCLA, that's what it was. He's the uh, guy. Martin Jarman left to take the job at UCLA. And yeah, I, would, I would leave BC to take that job in Westwood myself. What about Larry Kristoviak? Utah. The Utes guaranteed that they would have missed the NCAA tournament for the fourth year in a row when they lost to the Beavers in the first round of the Pac-12 tourney. And Kristoviak had an eight-figure buyout that might have been prohibited even in good economic times. So the thought about paying it now in the loss of revenue, the times of the pandemic, no. <clears throat> Utah did get a good recruiting class, number three in the conference, but he has had to deal with a lot of players transferring out and i didn't know about this but fordham has a coach named jeff neubauer and which is german neubauer which is german for a new farmer the boer war just means the farmer war but the school is undergoing a athletic director transition which may be a part of the reason neubauer is still around but the existence of a twitter account dedicated to getting the coach uh fired is not nice. Neubauer arrived promising great things. He had led Eastern Kentucky to a couple of March Madness um, you know, appearances in the NCAA tournament. But Fordham, the Rams went 2-16, and 16, and this was his worst year in the five years. And in fact, Fordham's A-10 win total has decreased every season. So he's been there five years, and every year he's gotten worse. 
right? I shouldn't laugh, but the thing is, is that he's he's kept his job. <clears throat> now, another guy crying about his job is Dan Marley, who I never liked because I hated the Suns. I still do. Hating the Suns now is like hating, you know, cockroaches. I mean, who cares? But uh, Dan Marley is striking back at GCU. That's Grand Canyon University. The school fired him in March. After seven years, he's suing for the money that he is owed. The lawsuit alleges that Grand Canyon waged a campaign to disparage Marley as part of its effort to avoid its severance obligation and is creating false and pretextual reasons for Marley's firing. So Grand Canyon released a statement yesterday saying the university is prepared to defend itself and its decision if necessary should coach marley decide to continue with litigation Ooh. well when marley was there he had a stretch of four straight 21 seasons but last year the antelopes struggled 13 and 17 and um they were picked to finish second in the whack at the time and the university replaced marley with Bryce Drew, which is a much bigger name in college basketball, not as big as NBA, obviously. But uh, Bryce Drew, you remember he and his son at Valpo, and then he took the Vandy job. His first time he's taken a job that doesn't begin in a V. But, you know, Marley is a fixture in the Phoenix area, 14 seasons in the ABA, but half of that with the uh, Suns, and then he was a Suns assistant for five years after that took the Grand Canyon job and Grand Canyon, by the way, you know, if you get off the plane at Sky Harbor in Phoenix, you see these signs, Grand Canyon University, Grand Canyon welcomes you. And you think, who the hell's that? Well, two years ago, they finally got into the whack and getting into the whack makes you eligible for March Madness and getting into the whack means you had to go from D2 to D1. And so that's what they did. They were able to do that, and um, but now they want Marley out, and Marley wants his money, and it looks like it could be ugly. And by the way, if you want to go phonetically, it's majorly on that guy. <laughs> All right. We will take a quick break, and we will come on back on Sports Byline. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey. Want a drink? No, thanks. I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. 
For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 That's 800-754-4531. It doesn't really matter. I I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show producer-director Bernie Sue. Uh, he is here to talk about season two of a show called Artificial, and that is on uh, Twitch, which we're also normally on if we were back in the studio and not at home. But Twitch is a very interesting show, uh, or I should say Twitch is a very interesting uh, platform for a show because this is something that we all watch at home on our computers or on our phones. And so, uh, Bernie, the way this show has been described uh, by some of your folks, they said it's kind of a combination of Ex Machina and Bandersnatch, that the the audience is participating. So give us a little thumbnail on uh, exactly what's going on here with Artificial yeah, totally. Um, so Artificial is a uh, sci-fi, uh, interactive sci-fi series 
Uh, the story follows an AI being, like a, a robot, who is on her quest to become human. And because it's on Twitch, and those of you who know Twitch uh, know that it's a very it's a live platform. There's a lot of chaos with the audience chat. And so we designed the series so that the audience can alter the uh, plot and story and interact with the characters in real time in a you know, sci-fi world there. So it's uh, wild and crazy. We like to call it a, a uh, audience interactive sci-fi show. Now, how much of this, because, you know, Bandersnatch, they'd have to shoot the scenes and then they'd be ready to go. How much of this is in the can and then it's in like an if-then statement? Or how much of this is just straight up AI? Um, well, so we, uh, very, very little of it's in the can. Sometimes we do in the can branching, like a Bandersnatch, but usually when we do a branch, because the show is live, we just perform the branch. So, sure, we may write or and rehearse that branch, but the nature of, of the, the live format is it's consequential. So if you have an A or a B and the audience picks A, we show you A, there's no way we can show you B because B doesn't exist. It never happened. Um, and that's how we kind of take it to a different kind of node, we'll say, where in, say, a banner snatch, if you kill the guy off, you can always just reset it and go back a step and see what happened the other direction, right? But for us, you don't get to do that. So when you make a choice as an audience member, the stakes are super high. Now, I should mention that the third season is going to begin tomorrow. That's going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. And that's a good reminder that, you know, this isn't like, you know, we love the Discovery Channel, but they're going to put their primetime schedules according to time zone. Since this is live, you can't do that. Everybody has to be on at the same time, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yes. If, if, you, if you're if you not there live, you just have the opportunity to be, uh, again, impactful and consequential to the show. I mean, you, you can watch the show after it happens, but then it kind of takes some of the fun out of it, right? Like, you don't get to be there to to have, have your impact felt. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's very much event viewing, very much. And I think, you know, when you go to Emmy voters, Peabody voters, and you say – this one's on Twitch. They're like, what? And yet you were able to conquer that and win. What's it like to win awards when you're putting it on a non-traditional platform like that? Oh, I, I love it. I mean, I, I, my work has always been kind of in this interactive innovation trailblazing space. So I, I, I'm incredibly proud that we've won Twitch's or the first Peabody in any, uh, for any content that's been on Twitch. So we have the first of those of those. And it becomes kind of, you know, a bit of a, either a mini landmark moment or a landmark moment to say that uh, it won. I think, of course, the wins uh, really galvanized Twitch to support this new season to really push us to take it to another level. So someone's thinking to themselves, well, am I looking at a Max Headroom? Am I looking at a Jessica Rabbit half animated, half people? Am I looking at an FPS game, a third person over the shoulder game? What are we actually looking at when we watch Artificial? Um, what you're watching, I think you are watching a scripted, serialized, cinematic uh, show. So they're actors, there are writers, and they perform. Um, what, what it feels like, though, especially this season, because we've added all the team elements, it's going to feel a little bit more like a video game, in the sense that a video game... Uh, not saying that it's chaos and you have to shoot things like an, uh, an FPS, but more like, almost like an RPG. 
uh, or like a, a Dungeons and Dragons type thing where you get to help shape the character and the journey together. But in this case, it's a scripted show. So it's, it's the analogy I like to say is like, imagine if you were doing, if you're watching say Star Wars, but instead of just watching Luke Skywalker, do fight the rebellion, you actually got to help him or hurt him in, in the journey. And that's what we're offering for our audience. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You could tell him as a kid, Anakin, don't go into pod racing. Let's let's do something else. <laughs> who, knows, who knows what it would have been? Absolutely. Do you, I, I mean, do you, what, 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 one thing that they do ask is, like, what, what, well, couldn't Luke Skywalker, couldn't you just tell Luke Skywalker who his dad is? And I'm like, yes, you could, <laughs> but we have to ignore that because it breaks the story. <laughs> like, like, it eliminates that, you know, great moment of his character journey. So just because the audience can suggest or have us do things doesn't mean we allow them to the puppet master of the entire show. It's still a story. Their characters still have moral and ethical uh, guidelines, just like you and I do. No matter how much I can tell you to do something, if you're morally against your ethics, you're not going to do it. Um, our characters are the same way. And so our story functions the same way as well. A couple more questions for Bernie Sue, award-winning producer-director of Twitch's Artificial, which uh, season three is going to get underway tomorrow. When you're doing something like this and you think, wow, this is really cool, it's kind of groundbreaking, and then industry people, guys in suits, women in suits, they come up to you and they say, you're changing the way entertainment is happening for the future. You know, this is a trailblazing thing that's going to change the world do you think that that's a little grandiose, or do you think I think we kind of are changing things here? Um, I mean, the way you say it, the way it's framed there, it sounds a little grand. But I'd like to think that we we should be evolving. <laughs> I mean, uh, we we are like presenting entertainment and content and stories to an audience that now has grown up with an iPhone in their hands since day one. And they're expecting to interact with their content. They're expecting to, to touch their content. Um, and touch being, you know, it can be a very uh, variety of different things. It's not just sitting back in a theater, which is perfectly fine. I'm not, nothing against that. Um, and just watching a movie, which is something that I grew up more, more, up more on. But now with this, the Gen Zs or the millennials, you want to say, they're more used to, like, leaning forward and leaning in a little bit. And so for our show, we present that as a very compelling way to experience the show. Again, you don't, you don't have to interact. You can just watch the sci-fi show and get a sci-fi show, and hopefully you like it. But we're giving you the chance to impact it because hopefully you like the characters or you hate the characters, and you want to put your impact in the show. And I think putting that weight into the young audiences, they generally, I think today, people go, they want to matter in what they're doing. They want to be a part of the movement. So... That's what we're doing for artificial. And then whenever you get a hit, whether it's a video game, TV show, movie, whatever, you're going to get a fan base. The fan base is going to hold you to that high standard. And when you do a sequel, it better be better than the first one or they're going to let you know. But I'm sure for you, that's the kind of, kind of challenge that, uh, that, that you welcome. It's like not only are we doing this again, but we've got to make it better. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So put it this way, you know, season, season one and two, you know, they're so innovative, so groundbreaking enough that they won the Peabody and the Emmy in the same calendar year, which is a very hard thing to accomplish. Um, and this season, in my, you know, slightly biased opinion, because I am the greater, I have no doubt in my mind that this is a whole other level of innovation that we're putting in the show, just a just mile ahead. 
Um, and that's so exciting for us to, to do, and we can't wait to reveal that to the audience. Well, that's what we hear, that, so that the Twitch community is going to have way more tools than ever, and they will profoundly influence the show and the shape of it like we've never seen before. So can you leak some of that, or is that, is that going to be revealed uh, when, the, uh, when a show opens? Well, I can see some things, <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> the first thing we're definitely doing is that uh, we're going we're to allow the audience to almost kind of come be behind the curtain a little bit and then con construct things. So uh, very early on in, in the run, we're going to allow them to almost like design a character together with, with us, with me, specifically the creator, the co-creator on the show, and say, okay, I'm going to give them the parameters, like which way are we designing? It's almost like you're designing an RPG character in a way um, and let the audience dictate a lot of these things. Uh, as we go. And that character would then, we have to make that character, we have to cast that character, we have to put that character in the show and, you know, uh, pay that off, pay off that, 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 no, that node there. So things like that are going to happen through the show. The other thing, which is going to be on display tomorrow at full force, is the music tech, life score, which um, it's an AI music platform, um, so actual AI, right? And what, it, what this platform does is it allows the audience to, through chat, alter the musical score of the show in real time. So they can emote and everything. Oh, we're, we're, this is awesome. This is sad. This is happy. And the music will shift automatically in real time based on the feelings of the chat. So that's something hugely impactful that they're going to be able to do this season. And isn't the guy behind that, the guy who just, uh, invented Siri or something? Am I right? Yes. Yes. Tom Gruber. He invented Siri. Oh, I, 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 he, he was, one of the founders. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, so he'll, he'll, he'll actually be on the episode tomorrow uh, to, to unveil this, uh, this, this whole platform workflow thing and how it impacts the show. Just to kind of, you know, kick it off, right? What's this crazy musical platform <laughs> that we're using? Um, I think it's spectacular, but again, I'm on the show, so I am, I am, I am biased. <laughs> Last question for you. Do you ever... Uh, envision a day where we would go to something like a movie theater and in our hands we would have things that could decide things? Or do you think this is always just going to be an in-hope type of thing? Um, uh, the movie theater experience is a tricky one because the movie theater experience is, is, is a sit-down, I'm going to relax, uh, show me, entertain me kind of feel. So I think a collective vote there in a sit-down experience kind of tricky. But there is a lot of immersive theater experiences out there where it's like you're walking around rooms, you're going exploring, uh, those type of things in, in kind of uh, spaces like that, like um, installations. Those are amazing. Um, some are better than others. <laughs> but like, like, I think there's a hybrid model there that can, can happen one day um, and scale and be you know, a viable business and so forth, not be a gimmick. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure in the... You know, will you have an Avengers movie down the line that people are turning a dial uh, in the movie theater to, the, to what happens? I, I don't think that's fair, personally, but hey, the future is uncertain. It's unwritten, as they say, right? Great stuff from Bernie Sue, award-winning producer-director of Artificial. Watch it on Twitch, twitch.tv on your computer, the Twitch app on your phone, season three tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. out on the East Coast. Bernie, congratulations on everything, and uh, let's catch up down the road, man. This is good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on. I appreciate it. All right.
All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Once again, the keyword is good stuff. Come on back on Sports Byline USA. Good. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800 That's 800-603-0885. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. To me, it's like a mountain. A vast bowl of pus.
Tittle beats his servants. That is a bit extreme. All right. I want to hear a little from Jim Harbaugh before we say bye-bye today. The Michigan Wolverines head coach was on ESPN this morning, and he was asked about maybe playing in the big house there in Ann Arbor with empty seats. Do you think that would happen? What do you think? Huh, coach? He said, you could definitely test both teams. You could test the officials and everybody. But could you test 100,000 fans coming into a stadium? Probably not. Without a vaccine, you probably couldn't do that. So to answer your question, heck yeah, I would be comfortable coaching a game without any fans. If the choice were to play in front of no fans or not play, then I would choose to play in front of no fans. And darn near every guy I've talked to on our team, that's the way they feel about it. Well... Yes, I think it goes without saying, wouldn't ya? Wouldn't ya? A lot of people think that that Champions League uh, match between Valencia and Atalanta and the other one at the San Siro in Milan, that uh, that was a huge reason why everything got so cray in Italy. But anyway, Harbaugh, let's play, man. What do you think he was going to say? I'd rather not play. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody, who uh, participated in today's show, and we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.